We come this morning, as y'all know, I don't never stand and preach unless I pray and ask God to show us what to preach and, and to give us what to preach. And, and uh, God answered my prayer this morning by one simple gesture. I'd call Ryan to ask if he had anything on his heart. I've got this style in my eye driving me crazy. And uh, I went to sleep last night with a hot wash rag on it, and I woke up, and it scared me to death. I thought my eyes, I didn't know I forgot to put that wash rag on it. And I woke up, and yeah, it was a hot wash I woke up with a cold wash rag, yeah. But I forgot I put it on there, and it kind of scared me. I thought my eye popped out or something. I didn't know. But uh, I got up this morning, and, and uh, after I spoke to Ryan for a minute, I sat down there, and I said, God, now you're going to have to speak. And, uh, you know, God told me to go get my concordance. I went and got it, and I pulled out this, something that Brother Danny's mom, Penny, gave me. And this is Bethany of when I preached her funeral. And uh, God give us a message through this. This, uh, You men know how, how, how simple sometimes God gives us messages. And you know how it feels when he does. You just want to shout and holler and dance a spell. Amen. But if you will, turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16, and uh, we want to preach on memories this morning, on memories. And we preached on memories before, but God spoke to me so much more about this. Next Sunday being our 15 years uh, reunion, and Brother Brad's going to be preaching, so I wasn't going to get to preach. But, you know, I've just been reminiscing the last month because it's been 15 years. I can't believe it's been 15 years where has it gone i know life's but a vapor appeared for a season jane said and then it's gone amen it vanishes away and i'm telling you this thing just leaping and it's already it's already february where did christmas go i mean don't get me wrong praise the lord it's gone but <laughs> amen <laughs> but We've got so many things. I, I got a few things that God gave me this morning that I wrote down. And, uh, I wrote down one of the greatest gifts God has given us is the beautiful gift of memory. Have you thought about that? Now, listen, we can get ourselves in trouble with memories because we can't just live off of memories. We've got to do things. We've got to keep going for God. We can't just live off them memories forever. We can't just tell about them memories and just keep going on those memories. we got to make new memories. Amen? I wrote down, memories are a special moment that tell our stories, the story of our lives. Amen? A memory is a diary we call or that we carry about with us in our heart. Okay? Memory is moments that were so precious. Sometimes we'll never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. We don't really know, amen? Sometimes we make memories that we want to forget, though, don't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. Flip with me over to Luke chapter 16. Luke 16. And we're going to go, we're going to walk down memory lane today just a little bit for a few minutes. And uh, I, hope, I hope we can go all the way back to Calvary today and Amen. Revisit Calvary. And maybe some of you need to today. Amen. Luke 16 and verse 25. Let's stand pay respect to the word of God. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. 
And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send them to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this, this place to torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Then he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. Verse 31, and he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, today, Lord Jesus. I praise your wonderful name. Thank you for this scripture, dear Heavenly Father. Take us and use us now for your honor and glory, dear Heavenly Father. Help us to stand and preach your word the way you see fit, dear Lord. I love you today. Thank you for what those that's done prayed, God. Those that's done got right, God. Those that's done had prayers answered, Lord. But I pray, dear God, reach down and touch every heart and every life remaining. In Jesus' precious and holy and loving name, I pray. Amen and amen. amen. You can be seated. Amen. Memories. Memories. I want you to notice what it said here in verse 25. But Abraham said, son, remember. This is the story about Lazarus and the rich man. Okay? And, and I won't go up and read all this for you, but if you've not ever read it, you read Luke chapter 16 sometime because Lazarus was a beggar and the rich man was wealthy. I've always preached and said it, amen. I believe the rich man would have been driving a million-dollar, a hundred-thousand-dollar vehicle, living in the prettiest mansion on the hill, amen. Had all kind of money. Had it made in every way. And said Lazarus just sat around begging crumbs from the rich man's table. But see, the old grim reaper come calling one night. The rich man, amen, died. And it said, amen, and it said also that, Lazarus passed away, amen, that Lazarus died and said that he lived and that said the rich man lifted up his eyes in torment. Said Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom and, and just, just paraphrasing to get you on over to right here because I want you to realize the rich man had a memory in hell. Think about that. Think about that for a moment. All of the millions, all the millions that have died and gone on that's in hell right now, able, some of them even sat under an invitation that Brother Jeff give or that Brother Raven or Brother Ryan or Brother Don or Brother Danny that one of these men's given probably sat and gripped the pew and didn't go. But this rich man, he could care less about any money, Brother Daniel, anymore. It didn't make no difference how rich he was. He might have lived 70, 80, even 100 years down here, and he had it made while he was here. But see, eternity's forever and ever and ever. See, that's why we're talking about memories. We're talking about treasures because this is treasures. These memories are treasures that we store in our hearts and our minds. Amen? The Bible says here that he remembered everything had gone on, and he sent for somebody to go, he said, I got five brothers. What, what, what was the only thing he's worried about? He said, I'm in this awful place. I don't want my brothers to come here. Amen. There's some things I want us to remember. I want to walk down memory's lane with you this morning, and I want you to think about it. I want to take you back first to the day that you truly got saved. 
I want to take you back to the day that you was washed in the blood of Jesus, that there's no doubt in your mind you know that you were saved. Do you remember how sweet it was, how wonderful it was? Do you remember how it felt when you knew you, that you know, the Bible says I know my name's there, but when you got up and you knew, you just knew that there had been a change made in your life. See, it's a change that you can't doubt, amen. It's a change, amen, that you cannot deny because when that change takes place, it completely changes you. You do about face completely. Your life completely changes, amen. And I've told you time and time what it done to me. I got on the bus telling everybody I got saved. Went to school and told my teacher I couldn't wait. But when I got up, all I remember is it was a different world. All I remember is sleeping like a baby. I want you to go back to Calvary and remember how you felt that day you gave your life to Jesus. And then I want to ask you this. What happened? Amen. Do you feel still have your first love? Amen. He said, everybody to have someone against you because you left your first love. Amen. I love, amen. There's a lot of times. I've been saved for years since I was 11 years old. I'm 60. Amen. What, the best thing to figure out how many years is that? 49? Best thing to figure out is 49 if I'm doing my arithmetic right. And I want to tell you something, folks. There's a lot of times I have to come in here and get in this altar. They was talking about the devil on them. This past week, I'm going to tell you, the old devil, and this old eye, the old, you know what? First thing old devil told me, he said, you can't preach with that eye hurting you like that. That's why I called Ryan. Amen. Didn't need to call Ryan. That was just using the crutch. Your pastor was using a crutch this morning. Amen. That's just the way the old devil works. That's the way he'll get on you. He will lie to you. Amen. In every way. But do you remember the day you gave your life to Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want you to remember that. Amen. Amen. That you give your life to Jesus. I want you to think about this. You remember when the Bible says it was set in heavenly places? Now, this is things. Listen, and the more after you get saved, you start building a relationship with you. You don't just have a relationship right then. You have to build a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to think about all the heavenly places you said. I could stand here all day long telling you about different meetings, different times that God. And, and about a month ago, on Wednesday night, God allowed me to tell several of my blessings about the time he put his arm around me. Amen. Just different things about the time he let me run for the first time. About the time over here at the old church across the road. One time he said, go out that door. And I was done in the day I'd run. I went out that door and it was a pouring down rain. And all I remember was coming back in the door and didn't have a drop on. Somebody else, I didn't know that. Somebody said, you didn't have a drop on you. I don't know if I run around them drops. I don't know what happened. Amen. I just know the Holy Ghost was all over me. And I just know when I got back in there and I got settled down, I thought, well, you are crazy. I did. I thought that. I thought, hey, done that because you, you wanted to do it. Does the devil ever do you that way? But see, I remember those special times, and it draws me closer to God. When I ever start doubting a little bit or the old devil gets on me, I look back to those memories. I look back to the memory when me and Brother Shannon was in Delaware and preaching that revival, and God got on me after being wore out, and I run all night long, and they stood there watching me run around that church. Amen, Brother Shannon? Till about 4 o'clock in the morning. Then I laid down on that, and after every one of them went to bed, God showed me a vision on the back wall, a, 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 a mouth 
of Canada, United States, and Mexico. That next week, they signed NAFTA. They say it's one of the worst trade deals we ever had. I don't know about that, but God showed me that anyway. I don't know what it meant then. don't know what it means now. Maybe God will tell me, but God showed it to me before it happened. But there's special times. I want you just to go back and remember those times. Maybe it was when you walked out in the woods and you had trouble in your heart. Maybe you and your wife was fussing. Maybe you and your husband were fussing. Maybe the kids were just going wild and driving you crazy. And you walked down in the woods, or maybe you just got in your car and you went down the road. And the Holy Ghost of God just floated right in there. Holy Ghost of God got on you, and you don't know how in the world you, you don't even know where you went. You don't know how you got back home. You just know the Holy Ghost of God said everything's going to be okay. Amen. Those times like that, those memories like that is a blessing, church. It's a blessing. Not only when you got saved, not only those heavenly places you said it. You remember, I remember one Wednesday night, me and Ryan come in here. We were up here playing, and I don't know what happened. He don't either. I'm sure he don't either because I'm telling the Holy Ghost of God got in the middle of this thing, and for about an hour and a half, it was just, I don't know, it was just a memory now because it was just, whew, just blurry. It was just like, listen, I don't know if you ever got drunk. How many, how many of you ever got drunk on the Holy Ghost? You can absolutely get drunk on the Spirit of God. That night, the Holy Ghost come in from the first word. And all I remember is just being up here with Ryan. <laughs> I don't really know what all happened, but it was just awesome. When we got through, we just knew that we'd had a special moment with the Holy Ghost. Those are special times, special memories, amen, that we need to remember. If you've not had those, something's wrong. God loved you. He will give you those special times, those special moments. Not only remember when you got saved and, and the special times, but remember when you won that first soul to Jesus. Think about that. Remember when you sat in here on one Sunday and that week, all week long, every day, you had prayed, Lord, save somebody Sunday. Maybe we talked about it on Wednesday night, and I said, y'all pray for somebody to be saved Sunday. And so from Wednesday night till Sunday morning, you helped me pray that a precious soul would be saved and a multitude of sin be hidden. And somebody walked the aisles and got saved. Or maybe you come, you're one of the 40 or 50 that come and took part in the 17 or 18 souls that got saved vacation Bible school. But more, even more than that, have you ever had the opportunity just to get down and to pray with somebody? And then look up at you and say, I got saved. I never will forget Sister Jenny's sister. I never will forget that. When she looked up, when we was fixing to say the last word and walk out them doors, and here they came. And she got in this altar, and she gave her heart and life to Jesus. Sixty-one, three, two-year-old, never had been saved. Give her heart and life to Jesus, and not less than a week later, she was dead. I never will forget the fruit stand lady that come in here and said here she was looking for a church, amen, but the Holy Ghost of God got a hold of her. And she come in here and she gave her heart and life to Jesus one Sunday morning. We was going to have a big dinner, and we all looking for her, weren't we, Sister Linda? That was her last time to ever sit in a meeting. It was a week or so later they found her dead. I don't know why God sends them here. I would say one thing, it makes me feel honored. Because I know the Holy Ghost of God will rest their soul if it needs rested. Amen. 
But listen to me. Have you ever been able to have somebody to look up and say, I just got saved. Tears flowing down their cheeks. Oh, it's addictive, Brother Raver. Oh, they ain't nothing like it. We get in here, all them kids, vacation Bible school, lined up from this side all the way around to that side, and those kids with their hands on each other's back, praying for each other. Seven, six, seven, eight, ten-year-olds. One of them will look up at you and say, yes, I got saved. I give my heart to Jesus. Tears running down their cheeks. There's nothing like a church. It is addictive today. The greatest thing next to being saved is leading somebody to Jesus. Those precious, precious memories. Amen. I love that song, Precious Memories, how they linger. Amen. When we got saved, sitting in special places, the first soul we led to Jesus Amen. I, I wonder if you've thought about this. This here's a new one I've added in. Times that he's fought battles for you. These two men, you know, I thought about that this morning. And I were vulnerable. Amen. In there with my message. Because sometimes we're vulnerable. Amen. Sometimes we're weak. Sometimes we're in a dry place. And sometimes the devil just got us beat down so low. Amen. And you know that poem about those times there's only one set of footprints he was carrying us oh he's had to carry me so much the past 15 years with his church oh how many times he's picked me up and he's put me on his back and he said come on old boy we got to keep going it's not no time to quit I'll be honest with you. There's been times, Ronda will really tell you, there's been times in the past 15 years I've wanted to shut the door and say, let's just go on. Let's go somewhere else and visit. Amen. When the old devil would get on me, but I'll tell you something, the Holy Ghost of God would come in, start loving on me, wrapping his arms around me. It's a jab. If you'll just trust and believe, everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. Amen. I love that song. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Amen. You know what? There ain't no way that's got it. I know it will. Amen. For this trust and believing. Amen. The times he's fought battles for you. You remember when you and your husband or you and your wife, you were fighting like cats and dogs, and you just thought there ain't no help. There ain't no hope. Our marriage is gone. Or maybe he came in and he said, Honey, I got to tell you something. Or maybe she came in. She said, I went out on you the other day. You remember those times? I'm not saying that's happening here, but listen, those things have happened. Why? Because I know I've counseled for 30-something years, and it goes on, yes, in the church on a regular basis. Because the devil is powerful. He is the prince of this world. But listen to me. It's never too far gone. Why? Because if you're washed in the blood, you got Jesus living in your heart. He's living in your soul, and he wants to help you. He's wanting to go to battle on your behalf if you were just allowing to. Sometimes what we got to do, what's it say in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 6? Once you've done all you can do to stand, just stand. Just stand. Why does he say that? Because he's going to fight your battle for you. Put on the whole armor first, and once you've done everything, you stand there and let God battle for you. And he has so many times in my life. I guarantee you, you can remember times that he's had to battle. Now you've got the greatest marriage. Now God's put that thing back together, and he's mended everything. Amen? Praise the Lord. 
But do you remember those times God has fought for you? Not only the times that he's fought for you, but do you remember if you've been saved a little while? Maybe you hadn't been saved a little while, but did you ever step back out and sin? Do you ever remember waking up one morning or laying down one night and you was laying there and you thought, I hadn't heard from God in a week. I hadn't heard from God in probably a month. I hadn't prayed in two or three months. What's going on? Yes, I went to church Sunday, went to church Wednesday night, but I can't even remember talking. Oh, I did dismiss the service the other day. That's the only time I've talked to God. I've been there. I sat on the front row hollering, amen, praying when they asked me to pray, singing when they asked me to sing, backslid on God. As backslid, as backslid could be. Not talking to God when I was by myself. I talked to him when other people was around for a show. No, I'm not. I, I, yes, I'm ashamed of it. No, I'm not proud of it. But I'm going to tell you something. It's probably somewhere about everybody in here has been. Amen. If you've been living for the Lord a while. Because I'm going to tell you something. Though devil is powerful. I'm not going to give him no credit. Don't want to brag on him. But he will come. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy your life. Amen. But see the Lord come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. I don't know about y'all church, but I've got so many memories stuck, amen, in my soul. And when the old devil comes at me now, like I said, been doing this a long time. I'm 60. I'm an old man, getting old. And I ain't old. I'm young. I'm 18. I'm 18 at heart, okay? Amen. That's exactly right. But when the old devil comes at me, he's come at me with about everything he's had before. You listen to me. If the devil's on your back today, he's probably coming at you with what he's coming at you before. Just laugh at him. Laugh at him. Say, listen, I'm going to heaven one day. I'm going to be with Jesus one day. There ain't nothing you can do because the Lord said, you can't even have my soul. It's going to be with him one day. Get behind me, Satan. Amen. Get behind me, Satan. If you're here today and you've dabbled in sin or you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, today is today. You've seen these that's done come and talk to God today. You know, some people sit back and they think, well, why do they go to the altar so much? I used to be one that went about every Sunday. You say, well, why did he go to the altar? I, I know. And you know what? I didn't worry about it. First one I started going, I did. I thought, well, they're going to think I'm sinning every week. i got to go get forgiveness. But you know what? God turned me into an altar boy for a little while. You know why? God said, get up and go to that altar. I'd get up and go to the altar, and I'd go pray, and I'd say my prayer, and I'd say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this week, and thank you, Lord, for being my Lord and Savior. Amen. I'd get up, and that altar would be full. Amen. We got altar boys and girls here. God speaks to them, they'll go to the altar, and the next thing you know, somebody that hadn't been in the altar in years is in the altar. Amen. Do you remember those times that God fought you battle and you backslid on him? Amen. And he come and fought you battles also. But do you remember that when he cried out and said, Come?
Thank you, Lord. I thank God for these memories. Brother Raymond, I thank God that I've got these memories. Amen. Last of all today, the scripture we read. That's why I wanted to read this scripture. I want you to think about this before I go there to our actual scripture. Over in, uh, I think it's the second chapter of this book here. About these things. Jesus was just born. It said that Mary thought about these things and treasured them. It goes on over to about verse 40 in that same chapter to where Jesus was 12 year old and they looked for him. And it talks about, they asked him why. And he explained, he said it was about his father's business. But it goes on over and you read it sometime. It said she thought and put these treasures in her heart. The Lord spoke to my heart this morning and said, that's how Mary got through the crucifixion. I said, what? Holy Ghost said, that's how she got through crucifixion. I never had noticed those verses. Never had paid attention to what it was truly saying. But when she stood there on day of Calvary, when her son was being tortured and nailed to the cross for your and my sins and for her sins, I could just see her going back to when he was a baby. I see her going back to when he was about his father's business at 12-year-old. It don't tell a whole lot about Jesus, amen, but I can just see her going back and saying, yes, he's my Lord. Right now, he's my Savior. He's not my, he is her son, but right now, he was her Savior. God give her something to hold on to, Brother Rayburn. He didn't just leave Mary hanging, amen. And that's when God spoke to my heart and said, walk over there. To your concordance and get this out. And this here, I better get my glasses or I won't be able to read it. Bethany went home too soon, Brother Danny's sister. We was able to preach her funeral. She was born in 1981 and passed away in 2018. But when I looked at this, I thought, this man right here is crying out from the depths of hell. I've had to preach funerals to where I said they're in the hands of a just God because you can't go preach nobody into heaven. If you don't get your heart right here below, there ain't nobody going to preach you into heaven. I don't care what you've done. Amen. If you ain't truly been saved, you're going to hell. But I thought about this as soon as I looked at this. I thought that was a wonderful day because Bethany had personally told me I am saved, washed in the blood of Jesus, and I am ready to go be with him. Several, several, several times she had told me that when we'd kneel down and pray when she was so sick. And I thought, look at this rich man here. I just wonder if there's anybody sitting here today Setting anybody in here under the sound of my voice that's like this rich man that stood back and sat back for so long. God dealing with your heart, beating your chest out of your heart. Him speaking to you in a small, still voice saying, you need to go. So-and-so got up and went, you need to go. Go, go. And he's saying, surrender, surrender, surrender. Just Surrender. It's so easy to go to heaven, church. Some folks, I've had them look at me and say, oh, it's so hard, preacher. No, there's nothing hard about it. I preached a message one time, climbing to hell. Climbing to hell? Hell's down there. I thought, well, you climb over everything in the world just to go to hell. You climb over, and listen, if you go to hell and leave here today lost and go to hell, you'll climb over the message I've just preached. And not only the message I've just preached, but I'm going to tell you something. The Holy Ghost of God is here, and it's powerful. 
the Holy Ghost of God is touching every heart and every life sitting in here. I believe it's flowing from breast to breast to breast right now. And he's speaking to you. And he said, today is the day. Right now is the given time for you to give your heart and life to him. Ryan, son, come on. Come on. The rich man lifted up his eyes in torment. Couldn't think about anything else. No money, no nothing. Yeah, his wife, his brothers, his kids might have been enjoying that money, but he was in torment. Don't leave here today lost and undone without Jesus. Don't leave here today and lift your eyes up one day with a memory that I had so much pride. Oh, bro, it, Lord, if I just had one chance, I would jump out there. And I'd say, Lord, run down that aisle just as hard as I could go. And I'd fall in that altar. And I'd say, Lord, please save me. That's all it's going to take. That's all it takes is, Lord, save me. Lord, he told the thief on the cross this day, I will remember you in paradise. What did he say? What did the thief say? Father, remember me. Is that all he said? Father, remember me. That's simple. God knows your heart. God knows your life. Do you have those treasures in your heart? Do you have these memories in your heart? If you don't have memories, it's time to start making memories. From today forward until you take your last breath, it's time to start making memories. Let's all stand. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please, just for a moment. I'm so thankful God allowed us to preach this message. You know, I got to think about the memories over the 15 years. Sometimes God has got a message he wants us to preach. The devil's got a message he always wants us preachers to preach. And then we have a message we'd like to preach sometimes. Every blue moon, every so often, God says, okay, Jeff, amen. You preached that message. And this is one that he asked me to preach, but I wanted to preach because I wanted to go over these memories. I wanted you to go back and remember. I wanted you to think about all those times God has loved on you when you need it so bad. He is truly your best friend. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, dear Jesus, for what I felt inside. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for helping us to stand and preach this message today. Thank you for this scripture you give us, Lord, showing us that there truly is a heaven and there truly is a hell. And we will go one way or the other when we take our last breath. The only unforgivable sin is unbelief today. And the only way we'll die lost and go to hell is to take our last breath and never confess you as our Lord and Savior. Today and right now is the time. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray as we give this invitation. Dear God, stir their hearts, stir their lives. Lord Jesus, maybe they're sitting here and they've never led nobody to you. Maybe they've never been a part of a soul being saved. Dear Lord Jesus, let them come. Let them come. Let them come and talk to you, Lord, and become that disciple you'd have them to be. I love you today. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. While they say